0: everyone, welcome to Let's Celebrate. This is a weekly movie review podcast. Each episode we take a look at a movie released during This Week in History. We're starting and continuing with movies mostly released in 1999. We hope you enjoy our show and encourage you to participate here in discussion about this episode or what you hope to see in future episodes. Um, We aren't in July yet, and it's weird that we're doing this again. I know, it's only been three weeks? Two? Two, three weeks? I don't know, So not bad. Um, But we're back. And um, while we're not doing a movie that was released this week in 1999, it was, it was released like the week before. Yeah,
1: and it was a big movie that played pretty well for a few weeks.
0: Yeah, and it's not like this week really had anything released. Message in a Bottle, My Favorite Martian. Oh, shit. Blast from the Past. Blast from the Past, which yeah. you do. You know what? I'm gonna, We'll do that next week. Yeah, you do love that. So. We'll do that next week. Um, but the movie we're doing today is the 1999 Mel Gibson classic, Payback. Um, and we were just talking about this, and actually, you know what, we'll get to this in a minute, but let's take a look at the box office. This week it released. Yeah. It wasn't up against anything.
1: No, it, it's the second week of She's All That, which was a pretty big hit, especially since that budget was only $10 million, versus mm-hmm. the budget of Here we Payback, okay. which was ninety. And if you've seen Payback... I don't know how it did it. There's not much that would cost that much. No. I mean uh, the gun budget, I guess, would be pretty high. So but... we
0: did look it up, and we know why it cost eighty million dollars now. 90, ninety, ninety million. It, it dollars. made, it made eighty million. 80 million. million. It cost yeah. ninety, so it
1: didn't even make its production. Budget so we back. looked it
0: up and found out why, and it's because Mel Gibson got a quarter of that. Yep, he got twenty-five million dollars for this movie. Yeah, um, and so if you if you take out that twenty-five million dollars, you're only talking about what. A $70 million movie, Which $65 still seems, million. Which still seems very high for this movie. Yeah. Because we'll get to the plot in a minute, but there's really not much to talk about about the plot. No. It's not. Did an they actually movie. keep the $140 million in like
1: briefcases or something for the movie?
0: I think that they actually used real money yeah, it, for all the scenes with the money. Yeah, and they just kept doing it. Cause, yeah, so that's where the money had to go. That's where the payback.
1: Yeah, because went. like for a movie like this, $81 million, especially 20 years ago, that's not bad. That's a pretty decent little – not a giant hit, but not right. a hit. But then you look at the budget. You're like, how, why did you think a movie like this
0: would make that much money? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you look at it, it actually – if you look worldwide, it made its money and, and then some. But do, it made 50% of its money out of America, outside yeah. of America. And Which I'm not a film historian, there. but is that that's uncommon, isn't it? For, at that time. for that time, yeah. Now you know it's no a movie A
1: movie will make 70 80 percent foreign, but yeah. At that time, yeah. But that's why Mel Gibson got the twenty-five million dollars because he was one of those that played overseas really well. Can you click on this and
0: actually see where it made it? Yeah. foreignly, foreign mm-hmm. wise. So we're gonna do that. Oh, just no, they don't up. have it. Oh. Appar- apparently, that one's go. too old and too old and Show didn't full have index. It.
1: Yeah, we can see but, that.
0: No, that's stupid. Yeah, All for right, the newer ones they do, but that's old, so... Well, whatever. Um, But a uh, $90 million budget for an hour and a half movie. Yeah,
1: that really didn't need it. I, like I said, Payback I love because I love these kind of movies, mm-hmm. but it's a very niche audience here. Mm-hmm. You know, these aren't going to make $400 million, so that was kind of silly of Paramount to give them $90 million to make a movie where it's like
0: four locations, and, you know... There's not much in, in the way of over-the-top action. explosions, like, like, like said, they're blowing up lots and lots of vehicles all the time. Yeah. Like, guess you know, a lot of
1: squibs, but, yeah, I mean, that's just silly to give
0: it that big of a budget. I, w- I wish I could see the budget breakdown. Yeah. I'd love... I, because then we started talking about, does that budget include advertising? No. That's just... So it did not make budget. money. No, it
1: did not make money, because probably... Uh, third of that's going to go back to the theaters. Probably. And then you got the pr- uh, prints you have to make and the advertising budget. Mm-hmm. And then foreign, a lot of that goes to the foreign market. So, I doubt this movie made money until it got on video and then, like, TV
0: and everything like that. It might break even by then. I don't know. Maybe. Because as much as it's one of those movies that I enjoy, uh-huh. it's not... I don't know that it really was a blockbuster once it got on DVD. We've talked about other movies that were. Yeah. Like that made it to almost cult status once it got on DVD. Yeah. This was not one of those. No. So I don't know if it actually ever did make its money
1: back. Yeah. So I I was really surprised with that budget for this. Because like I said, I really like it, but this is a movie that's in my wheelhouse. I've always liked Mm -hmm. these hard-boiled, pulp
0: fiction, noir-ish kind of films like this. Right. <laughs> so if you look at the weekend it came out, it it came out February five through seven uh-huh. ninety nine. The only other movie that came out that weekend and man, we should have done this. Simply irresistible.
1: Yep. Where um Sarah Michelle Geller makes food. Isn't she like a chef? And, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. She's That's a chef and she uh cooks food and it makes people. It's like Love, love her. Potion yeah. food, yeah. I seem to remember there's like a scene in that where they're in some fancy diner or something, and she makes the food, and everybody like starts to be amorous toward each other. Not like sexually, but you know, just like
1: now. There's know. a scene in Perfume where they
0: do that. Too, that's but Perfume, that's, yeah, but that's different. That's a giant that's orgy. Different. Yeah, um, mix
1: those two movies together, <laughs> to, that'd
0: be kind of to give you an impression. Um, Simply Irresistible's production budget was only six million. It still landed it, it only money. made four million. Back. <laughs> yeah, so that movie. But that movie. Maybe we should have done that one. No, it was the thirteenth rated. Cooking movie? I didn't even know there was thirteen cooking <laughs> movies. I'm kind of curious what <laughs> well, number what one the other is. Ones, yeah. what's... what's number Ratatouille. one? Ratatouille. Okay, okay. Yeah, that, that goes up there. Oh God, lot. Yeah, Chef. Oh, Chef is
1: number six, and that movie didn't make any money. Like
0: Water Big, for Chocolate. Big Night. I actually like that. Movie. Okay, so Ratatouille blew everything else out of the water. Yeah, but that's that's Ratatouille. Yeah, it's not really a cooking
1: movie. I guess it is. I mean, it's but...
0: it's cooking theme. It's yeah, gotta, it's, it's Pixar. You know what? Pixar's just gonna make their money. We've talked about this before, and this is way off topic. But, obviously, um, my daughter's watching a lot of Moana upstairs. Uh-huh. Um, how awesome would it be to be John Lasseter? Because well, think, not well, now. Not right now. was not to say. Right, not not well, See, but, see but you and I, see, we have this belief that he is... I don't think he did those things like they say. I think he was just like a hugger. That's yeah. what I want to believe. Yeah. But think about I'm this. Hoping. There are pictures of John Lasseter at Disney World. Uh-huh. And nobody recognizes him. Yeah. He's one of the most famous people in the Disney empire. One of the and richest. he can still go anywhere he wants to go because nobody really recognizes him.
1: I'd recognize him. I'd give him a big hug, but maybe uh, not, not now. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. It's like, John, what you doing, buddy? Hey, that's my ass. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I thought that was what Goofy's
0: did here, not John Lasseter's. Yeah. Um. So, uh, a little bit off topic there, but, you know. Yeah. Back to Payback. John yeah. Lasseter directed Payback.
1: <laughs> it was done by um, <laughs> Brian Hedlin, who was the writer of L.A. Confidential. So, another movie I absolutely love.
0: Yeah. L.A. Oh, yeah. Confidential is a good movie. And it goes um, back to we that. We talked about doing that last year. Yeah, we, didn't. And we
1: just didn't, because that was the time when we just kind of lost it. Yeah. But it just goes back to this movie, and he's made oh, a he lot of he also did
0: Knight's Tale. Yeah. Ugh. Which I know most people don't like, but I yeah. kind of liked it, it as a fun little movie. I, I I liked half of it, and the other half was really bad. <laughs> so so that's kind of like uh, the the show of Luke Cage. Once once you get up to a certain point, you're like this was a good epi- This was a good series, but there's still five episodes left. Yeah. And you go well. No more settle in
1: more of, more of, Le- of Night's Tale was. It's like this could have been really good mm-hmm. if they kept going with this,
0: but they were too scared to go all the way. <clears throat> By the way, we're spending a lot of time on this prelude stuff uh-huh. for two reasons. Number one, the movie's only an hour and a half. Yeah. So it's not like there's much in it. Number two, there's not much of a plot. So we'll get to the plot in a minute, but there's not much there. Yeah, there's not and much And number there. three, he's been sick. Uh-huh. I've had a kid who's been just uh, a handful. And so between us, we probably watched half the movie this week. Yeah, now... Now, we've seen it before. Yeah,
1: like I've probably seen this movie
0: yeah. 15 times. We can bullshit our way through it. Uh-huh. But if this is going to be more than a 20-minute episode, you're just going to have to listen to us talk for a little while. Yeah. And that's okay. But like, yeah, I've I've seen
1: this movie a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. But the director, yeah, he's done a lot of hard-boiled kind of noirish films. Like, I love this kind of film. Just Mm -hmm. like this tough
0: guy that can get shot and won't stop. Um, It it reminds me an awful lot of that noir. And and you're right. You said it was a noir film.
1: It's based on um, an old book and... um, Lee Marvin played the same character in the 70s in a movie called Point Blank. Um, Jason Statham has played yeah. him as Parker. There's actually a really good um, Hunter graphic novel by Darwin Cook, the guy that did uh, New Frontier. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. So like this character is cool because mm-hmm. all he is is this guy that wants his money. That's all there is to it. He was shot, left for dead, screwed over by his boyfriend uh by his da, da, da. this is 99 <laughs> yeah by his <laughs> friend and his wife yeah and all he wants is his take of the money he doesn't even want the whole thing which is like
0: my Which they keep getting part. wrong
1: yeah because there's a hundred because they uh um, hundred and forty dollars yeah hundred and forty thousand
0: he wanted 140 dollars <laughs> yeah. he only wanted 70 bucks this movie was only about 70 dollars. yeah
1: so he they um robbed the chinese triad yep they take 140k yeah he just wants his 70,000 it's all he wants
0: and, and no he's one entitled can understand to that.
1: it. Yeah. But no one wants to give it to him, so he just goes and... It's it's
0: set up like a video game, too. It it's... really is. Mini-boss, 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 mini-boss. Yeah,
1: mini-boss, you know, underlings, mini-boss, underlings, mini-boss, yeah. underlings. Each, each boss. set of
0: scenes is almost a, a level <coughs> yeah, of a video game. You have these, these fights with these, like you said, underlings that are basically nobodies. They get uh-huh. a little bit tougher, a little bit tougher. Mini-boss... Underlings who were a little bit tougher than the last time, yeah, and the then a boss who's bus. a little yeah. bit tougher until so they the, finally get to the end.
1: Gotta get the girl in there. Got like the Lucy in Lou, there. who was the Dumb Matrix, which was always the part that's like the slowest part of the movie. Uh, yeah.
0: Doesn't. Is it Lucy? Which one's the one that does the show on CNN now? Used to be an actress. That's not Lucy Lou. Who's that? Maybe it is Lucy no. I don't know. No, I don't. Lucy no. Lou's still making movies. I can't think There's of it. There's someone I mean. that's on CNN that does stuff? Yeah, well, it's just like she does like a travel show now. Oh, I don't know. She used to be an actress. If yeah. you know who it is, uh, hit us up. because I, don't, I don't have TV anymore, so I don't I know, know these things. I'm going to look it up while we're talking. Keep going. Yeah,
1: But, I mean, that's literally all the movie is. But it's done in such a cool way because Mel Gibson, this is pre his drunken meltdown. Mm-hmm. He was the perfect... Person for this role at that time.
0: Yeah, we should also clarify that too. This is this is Mel Gibson when he was still yeah near Mel his Gibson. near his peak. not yeah.
1: I, I think it's a few years after his peak, and that's why it didn't make as much. Probably, I think his peak, his like highest high was probably Lethal Weapon two, three mm-hmm. mid nineties because this is after he made a few movies that didn't do as well. Oh, Lisa
0: Ling. Never mind, it was Lisa Ling.
1: <coughs> oh, okay, I
0: know who you're talking about. Yeah.
1: But this is after he made conspiracy theory and a few
0: other movies that didn't do
1: as well. Because I think like this is
0: pre whack job Mel Gibson. Yeah, this
1: is pre Apocalypto, pre Passion (laughs) of the Christ, pre sugar tits. Now you are talking like destroying the
0: world. You're talking about some of the most classic cinema ever made. (laughs) Apocalypto and Passion Passion and the um,
1: my favorite thing is the South Park where that just makes fun of them. Where it's like. You can't do yeah. this. He's like, "Oh, torture me, torture me! Put this on my nipple, put, nip. <laughs> put it on my nipple!" God, oh, I forgot about that episode. Yeah, yeah. but that was this a good is episode. free all that. So you know, he was a big <clears throat> star at the time, and he was a really good actor get for because he has that grizzled.
0: I can you know be beat up, and I'm just gonna keep coming. He fits because you're right. He is that kind of character for this. He's also he reminds you of a guy who's even though he's grizzled, I'm gonna get beat up. He's not a Superman. No. He's just a guy who's just going to get beat up and just through sheer will just keep going. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because, I mean, he's beat the hell out of this movie. He's like... He's shot at least a few times. Yeah, he
1: growls. He just puts stuff on it and just keeps going.
0: It reminds you an awful lot of the video game Max Payne. Yeah. Max Max Payne gets shot all the time. Max Payne is similar to this. I mean, he's... A cop, yeah, sort of,
1: but it's in that same sort of pulp fiction yeah. noirish. Yeah, it's a noir game, PI kind of thing. And like I said, this is in my. This is just like my kind of movie. I love mm-hmm. these kind of movies. Um, always love Elmore Leonard uh, novels and which we've movies. talked about
0: Elmore Leonard yeah. uh, a few times on the podcast before.
1: Yeah, so I mean, just anything with that tough guy with the tough vernacular and. See, he Everything were, like that. I love these kind of movies. So he, I always
0: love this movie. I have gotten hooked, as you know now, on the Dresden Files books. Yes. And it's it, the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Dresden is very much like this guy. Yeah. Dresden Files are kind of a noir, but wizards. Yeah. It's just wizard noir. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's right up my wheelhouse as well. Yeah. Um, I enjoy this film. And, like,
1: I, you don't have to have the most clever of a movie to make it work. This there's is, nothing clever about this. No, it's I mean, it's a meat and potatoes kind of movie is what I'd call it. It's like he loses his money, he wants it back, he's going to shoot people.
0: The end. <sighs> yeah. I mean, there's a girl in it. Would would you say for those people who haven't seen it, <clears throat> would you say this is along the same vein as a John Wick?
1: Yeah, exactly. I would. Oh, yeah.
0: John Wick. What is it all about? They killed his, Kill dog. his dog. They took his car. He's he mad. He wants his car back. He's mad. And he goes and kills everybody. Yeah. <coughs> and and <clears throat> the character Keanu Reeves plays in John Wick mm-hmm. is very similar to this guy. Oh, yeah. I mean like, Very similar to Porter. Yeah. Well, yeah, Porter. In Porter, or Parker, yeah. Parker, Parker, whatever you want to we call him. Yeah. He's very similar. Gets beat up all the time. Always comes back. Yeah, and everybody should be scared of him. Uh, yeah. Like, everybody should be terrified of this guy. Yeah, like, if I saw him coming, I'd be like, you know what? I'm good. Okay, bye. Yeah, here's your 70000
1: Yeah, here's your 70000 or here,
0: Or uh, I'd just be an underling, so I'd be like, here's the address for the boss. He's He's right over there. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't have to go to my boss. There's the, there's the big one over there. He, he's right there. Go get him. Uh-huh. Now, know who I would
1: love to see <clears throat> take a crack out of this right now? Okay, so are we talking about who would who would take a crack as a director? Or yeah, the- writer-director. Okay, who was that? Shane Black. What has he done? He is the guy that did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. The Nice Guys,
0: uh, Iron Man 3. Um, I'm game. Long Kiss Goodnight. I, you know what? Long Kiss Goodnight is... One of my guilty pleasures. Oh, I love Longest. I love that movie.
1: But I would love to see what he could do with this. I think it'd be fun. Be set at Christmas because all of his movies, all of his movies are Christmas time. But I would love to see that version because he does this noir really well. Like I just watched The Nice Guys not that long ago again,
0: and that is just a good movie. It would have a different feel to it, yeah. But it would accomplish this. Well, that's the great thing about the plot. It would accomplish the same plot, yeah.
1: But, like, he'd have really good dialogue. Shoot, get Russell Crowe from The Nice Guys to do it. I could see him being
0: Porter. Yeah, I could do that. Maybe if he loses
1: a little bit he's of the weight he put on. lose a little bit again. now.
0: Um, Russell Crowe is not Gladiator anymore. No, no. For those of you who haven't seen him in a while... He, uh, he let himself go. Just watch Gladiator women. That's yeah. Just don't see anything beyond that. Stop there. But, um,
1: yeah, so... You know, it had a really good cast to it, too. Because yeah. who do we got? We got Mel Gibson, who is really good in his role. Um, right. Greg Henry. Greg Henry. Who, Maria Bello. Greg Henry was so good at that swarmy kind of you could never trust him and everything like agreed. that.
0: Um, uh, Maria Bello, Lucy uh-huh. Lou.
1: But the best ones were like the mid bosses. Yeah. Because we had. Um, who was the main guy? I'm trying to think.
0: So here are our characters. Here, yeah. Um, Obviously Gibson. Oh, Bill Duke um, is Bill in a David down here, Miller, but, John Glover.
1: Yeah, but oh, William Devane. Chris Christopherson. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Yep. William Devane and Chris Christopherson. They were great. They were those mid-level bosses. Chris Christopherson was the main one. Wasn't well, he? yeah, Chris Christopherson was, but um, and then we're missing one because there was three. Like there were bosses. three middle bosses. There's William Devane, James Coburn. There we Where's go. Where's he at? Oh, there he is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah but i mean like just the cast they had all these people they got not because they're big names but they could do this pulp dialogue really good like i love the mm-hmm. scene where he shoots the um briefcase he's like
0: 70,000 that briefcase is worth more than that which <laughs> which of course brings up the question of if the briefcase is worth more than that I just give the guy 70,000. It's the principle of the matter. I guess. On both sides. Yeah, at there, some point, Mel Gibson's how... just like, I'm just going to kill everybody because it's 70,000. Uh-huh. And the other guy's are like, well, you're not getting 70,000 just because it's 70,000.
1: Apparently, there's like rules in the criminal underworld. Oh, and, I don't
0: know.
1: You know, neither of them were doing the right way, so everybody's getting killed. It just hmm. shows, you know, do what you're supposed to do, and a scary guy that you can shoot and beat up and run hmm. over and kick. So, are you,
0: are you saying. <clears throat> That these guys should have followed the attorney in town here, Bill Faber's advice, because his newest commercial is him standing with his horse, uh-huh. and he runs his horse around the field a couple times, and then he says, my grandpa used to live by the, the cowboy code. If you owe it, pay it. If it's not true, don't say it. And something else is <laughs> like, and that's all it is. Uh-huh. And I'm like, is this an attorney commercial or is this like a you owe me money commercial? I don't know. <laughs> so is that basically what these guys live by? Yeah. Like the underworld has that code.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: You know, if you say you're going to do
1: something, you need to do it. Yeah. You know, go through the right channels. I think that's where Mel Gibson went wrong. <sighs> uh,
0: in real life? Yeah, well, <laughs> no, in real life, uh, he, went, say, wrong he because... went wrong in a few different ways yeah, in real he, life.
1: He likes the drinky drinky
0: and said a few things. Yeah. that were maybe not should have been said in in polite company. Yeah. or not ever at all, but <laughs> whatever. or ever. Um yeah, so the movie itself there's nothing to it. No, there really isn't. I mean, it's from the one. Triad. Yeah still from want, the triad. Want the money back. The, uh-huh. the outfit is working against him now. That, and that's, that's really it. Yeah. He gets beat up a lot. Yeah. Kills the mini bosses. Kills the underlings. Uh-huh. Gets to the final Kidnaps boss. The the uh, boss's son. Right. Um, gets to the final boss. Gets him. Gets beat up there a little bit. Yeah. And the final boss gets blown up. Uh-huh. And then he... Takes the hooker. Takes the, the hooker blow. and goes to Canada. Yeah. Into the movie. And... He opens a Tim Hortons in uh he, in the suburbs this is actually, of Montreal. This is actually the origin story of Tim Hortons.
1: Yep, it is. That's where the seventy thousand dollars is where they started. This is where
0: Tim Hortons started from. Seventy thousand dollars from this guy. When the hell did Tim Hortons start? I don't know. Nineteen ninety nine. I'd say earlier than ninety nine though. I'm, you know what I'm gonna find out. But anyway. I'm um, saying a lot earlier. I'm saying that's been Let's go with I'm gonna take a stab at it. Tim Hortons. Um, <coughs> we should ask our Canadian friends. Yep. But Tim Hortons was founded in, I don't know, uh, oh, it's parent organization is Wendy's. Oh, okay. Did not know that. I did not know that either. Dave Thomas liked the donuts? I, I, yeah, the Dave Do- the Dave Thomas guy. Yeah, okay. Well, it's not anymore. Yeah. Now it's owned by Restaurant Brands International. That is the most generic name I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Yeah, that tells I so. you nothing about it. They are drug dealers. I can tell you that right now. So Tim Hortons is a front for drug dealing? Yeah. Okay. I, you know what? I've had Tim Hortons. When I went to Canada, I had Tim Hortons. That was the first thing I ate when I got there because I was like, I'm going to try this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm. See? Drug organization. I Restaurant think, management. So if I, <laughs> if I walked into Tim Hortons next time and I say, I should I should have like a code word. I should find out what the code word yep. is. And they're going to get me hooked up with the drugs. Uh-huh. Okay. Or, or Asian hookers.
1: Yeah. No, that was the IHOP in town. That was our IHOP. Yeah, that was the IHOP in our town. Was yeah. uh, a little bit of prostitution going on there. Tim Hortons, oh, yeah, 1964. Yeah, I-, I thought
0: it was been around for a while. We're going to change that. Let's <laughs> get on their Wikipedia and change it. And just
1: change it, and it's because of Mel Gibson yeah, from Mel Payback. Mel Gibson from
0: Payback founded this in 1999 when he moved to Canada. All right, sounds good. There we go. That's good. We've changed Tim Hortons' history.
1: Yep. All right, so um, let's, we? let's, let's right answer there. some of our other questions. Oh,
0: now. yeah, up here, yeah. <clears throat> uh, thoughts. I kind of talked about it. I yeah, mean, I like it. I do, I do too. It's it's noir, it's fun, it's, yep. it's, it's rough n- noir. It's not, it's not, it's not like soft noir. It's, yeah. it's a rough-edged noir. Pop-boiler. Yeah. It's hard-boiled. There yeah. you go. Uh, thoughts on the film? We just did that. Does it hold up? Yeah. I think it does, yeah. I mean, There's nothing that, there's nothing that made it 1999. Yeah, no, not really, because I don't even know if it takes place in 99, because <clears throat> I don't think, it, they're, they're I'm trying to think, is there ever, is there, there ever there a scene where they,
1: I guess they do have like cell phones,
0: don't they? Uh, yeah, there is a cell phone scene, I think. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, like... But is there could've... ever a scene that, where they specifically look at it and you go, that happened in the late 90s? Yeah, no, I not think really. I so. No. Um, the best scene? Mm, I don't know.
1: I really... I, I, I like, like the stuff with, where he's like, with the corrupt cops and, um... David Palmer and all that, and they keep going, he, like, they keep getting the guy, and that's when he, like, crashes the car and everything
0: like that. I like that whole part, because that reminded me of an Elmore Leonard book. Sure. I think I would go with, so, I think it was toward the end of the movie, correct me if I'm wrong, where he gets captured by Chris Christopherson's people, yeah, and taken to a warehouse and, like, uh-huh. beat the crap out of. That's a Mel Gibson special. Like, yeah. Well, it really is. But I, I kind of liked that scene, because it, it goad, it went back to, it goad. It goad.
1: God. It goad.
0: It goad. Movie good. Movie good. <laughs> Make um, me go. Mm. That's not this movie. <laughs> um, it 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 goes along with that that thought that we talked about earlier of how Porter is this just badass guy who's going to keep coming. Yeah. Anybody would have given up under that. Yeah, but except for him, he's like, yeah, eh, I'm going to kill you all now. Yeah. Break my fingers, whatever. I yeah, care. I don't care. I'm just going to kill you all. Mm-hmm. I liked that scene. That's where they smash his toes too, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. at the end he's in a warehouse tied up and mm-hmm. they like they like break everything, every bone in his body half halfway. Now,
1: now another show I liked, um mm-hmm. called Sneaky Pete. It's on Amazon. It's Okay, I haven't seen that one. It's very similar to this, so okay. I can, i like it. And I was watching it and my daughter comes down just at one point and they have this scene where um they got like Giovanna Ribisi yeah. his brother and they cut off his toe with a pruning chair, and my daughter came down right for that scene. She's like, you watch interesting stuff.
0: I'm like, I know. So, it just reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, I like that scene. What's the worst scene, though? I I really don't like the Lucy Lou stuff. That was definitely the slowest part of the movie. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I
1: get it. She's a dominant matrix. The guy likes being beat up, blah, blah, blah. Okay.
0: Could they have cut her pretty much out? Yeah. I don't think she was needed in the movie at all. No, she was not needed. Like, if, the, if you took... And she wasn't in those that long. Yeah. But if you took her entire part of the movie out, would you have missed anything? No, but the movie would have been like an hour yeah, and 15 minutes. Yeah, it would have been an hour and 15 minutes as opposed to an hour and a half, but... Yeah. But no, not really. I, I wouldn't have missed anything there. Or, no. or I, they could have rewritten that. Yeah. She didn't it, have to be a dominatrix.
1: It just, you know...
0: Everything else was this certain way, and it just didn't feel genuine. It didn't fit. Yeah, it didn't fit with the rest of the movie. No, it really didn't. Um you have this like we talked about this this grizzled hardcore guy uh-huh and i mean her scene just didn't fit i yeah. guess they had it in um oh what was that another movie um with oh, the 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 statham where he's the driver transport Transporter. didn't they have a scene like that yeah probably and i thought like they didn't fit in that movie either yeah but yeah, I would say that was the, that could have been cut. Yeah, so um, champion, champion of the film
1: William Devane, I love him in this because he just can't get over how much he actually wants. And then when he's just shot on the phone because yeah. like the guy's like yes or no, and um, Coburn's like no, uh, um, Christopher's Christopherson? like no, he just shoots him, and like William Devane just got this looks like what
0: the hell just happened? I got killed over seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> Which if you're in the if you're in the mob underworld, especially if you're talking about the triads, uh-huh. seventy thousand dollars can't be that much money. No, no, they're dealing in millions.
1: Yeah, and that's what he, he's just like. I was just killed over seventy thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> now, see, my one of my favorite characters is Chris Christopherson. I thought he was fantastic. Oh in yeah, this he's film. great in it. He's great in most movies. Yeah, but I thought he was really good in this. Yeah, he had that. He played a very good like boss bad guy. Yeah, he did. Um, you could easily go with Mel Gibson, but. Mel Gibson just played who Mel Gibson was at the time. Yeah. There wasn't anything special about him. Yeah,
1: no. He wasn't the chance... I mean, like, he did what he was supposed to do. But, like, yeah. William Devane just made me laugh in this, because... I can see just, that. Like, his looks, his whole... Just,
0: I can't believe this is happening. I can see that. <clears throat> um, Like you said, Mel, like we talked about there, Mel Gibson was... I don't want to call him serviceable because that's not that, that's a disservice to what he did. He had a good role. Yeah, he did but fine. He didn't this wasn't challenging Mel Gibson no, at all. This is Mel Gibson what he could do in his sleep. Yeah. He didn't he didn't have to get challenged in any scene in this movie. No. So I can't call him the champion of the film. Yeah. This isn't like we talked about at one point with with Truman show and, and Jim Carrey. Where at that point that was not Jim Carrey. Yeah. So he actually challenged himself in a, in front of an audience.
1: Has Mel Gibson ever done that?
0: No. Has he done a movie where it's No, like, I don't think so. I don't think so. I've never seen a movie where Mel Gibson... I look at him and I go, wow. Yeah. That was a fantastic performance by Mel Gibson. Yeah, because... And the that's, not, that's, not, that's, not to, that's not to knock the movies in, because I love The Lethal Weapons. Braveheart. Braveheart was fantastic. Yeah. But he's never gone Mad to Texas. Oh, yeah. But he's never gone to that realm where it's like, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> well, what about um, the one where... He can hear the women. In what his head. women want? Yeah, but see that's what I'm saying. that's probably about as far outside of his comfort zone as he's ever gone in that movie was horrible. Yeah. Because he couldn't carry it. Yeah. It wasn't he was not believable on that.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of a time when like he really acts. I mean, he tried it in conspiracy theory, but, oh, but that was not good. good. But I mean, like, even that he was
0: just playing a crazier Murtaugh. Or Riggs, I guess he is. Riggs, yeah. Yeah, he's never Mel Gibson has never I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Just do what you. Oh, he's made. Yeah, I would like to suck as rich as he is. Yeah, I would but like I mean, to like
1: challenge myself as much as he does. But I mean, like even when he's not challenging himself, something like Maverick, he is damn
0: charming in that movie. Oh, yeah. He's. I... <laughs> I, um... <laughs> I. I absolutely love Maverick. Yeah, me too. It's a great movie, and even though Mel Gibson is really just another Mel Gibson character, he's charming. He's great. Yeah, because Mel Gibson's a charming individual if he's not talking about how Jews are ruining the world and stuff like that. So I wonder, do you think um, do you think the alcohol caused that, or do you think that's what he feels like, and the alcohol just brought that out? I think alcohol. Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm sure s- that alcohol just yeah. brought it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure that's not just a uh, an alcoholic outburst. Yeah, no, that's Mel Gibson. Just his filter was removed for a while. Yep, which is. Um, would it do well today? I mean, it really didn't do well back then. I think. Well, let's put this right now. It, it would do the same. It did fine, but its budget was way too high for what it was. Yeah, I mean,
1: seriously, this is just—it's just, it's just um, an action movie. This is what Liam Neeson's doing now.
0: Yeah, Taken and all that. Yeah, nothing fancy.
1: Yeah, and Taken, John Wick, all yeah. of them will do about the same. They don't do great, well, but <clears> they got that audience, which is literally my dad and I.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, let's talk about that. For example, like you mentioned, John Wick. Uh-huh. The trailer for John Wick three just dropped. What a few two weeks, weeks ago? Yeah, few weeks ago. And everybody I see on Facebook is excited as hell to go see it. So what makes John Wick a better movie with more excitement than this? It's not that much different of a movie. No, I don't think so. I, so why are people more excited about John Wick than they would be if Payback came back out tomorrow? I don't know. I mean, like I think Keanu Reeves is, does a better job. At that role than Mel Gibson does. Yeah. And also, I
1: think the directing was... I mean, like, the directing in Payback was fine, but it was very flat. Like, John Wick is very kinetic and moves a lot. You can tell well, it was done by stunt <clears> team.
0: <throat> Look, I think a good example of that is this. If you... I watched John Wick on TV a few weeks ago. And John Wick, from the start to the end, is pure action. Yeah. And TV broke it up. With commercials. Uh-huh. And it really felt chopped up and it felt broken. If you put payback on TV, would it feel that way? No. Because no, it it it's also, payback is very car-
1: compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll take a break well, after he beats this bad guy.
0: And that's where it goes back to the video game. Yeah. Level one, level, level two, two yeah. level three. You can take a break one, two, three, maybe even four times in the movie and uh-huh. not not break the flow any. Yeah. You take one break in John Wick. It just, yeah, it ruins ruins the flow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like that kinetic injury. Yeah. So
1: I think that's what John Wick has going for it, that it's Mm -hmm. just, so you just get
0: wrapped up in it. Same thing with Fast and the Furious. Which are, which are not, I mean, now, we should make it clear, John Wick and Fast and Furious, we're not talking cinematic masterpieces. I am. They're just fun. (laughs) Well, I love all the Fast and Furious. I'm going to go see Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, me too. I mean, I saw some of the stuff, you know, like the behind the scenes stuff from Hobbs and Shaw. I'm going to go watch it. Uh-huh. But I'm not going to put it up for an Oscar. I would. Idris Elba best supporting actor right now. Well, there you go. Okay, I would put it up for that. I'm talking about the picture as a whole. Yeah. Probably not, but Idris Elba could go for best supporting actor in just about every role he yeah. plays. The Rock best actor. You know, I'd vote for him. He eats
1: coffee raw in that preview. I know. But it come on. But in Fast and Furious
0: 8, I think it was, he threw a torpedo.
1: Yeah, no, he kicked it. Hey, you're right. He did kick it. Yeah. But still. Now, my favorite thing from any of those was when he flexes the cast off. Or he goes, oh, and the cast gotta off. Yeah, he's got to go to work and he flexes. Bam. It like does it like explodes. explodes. <laughs> it explodes.
0: Yeah. That was awesome. Well, but then let's go with this. Is there anything better than Keanu Reeves riding a horse with a katana? With a katana. Yeah.
1: No. those That movie's going to be really good. Yeah. Same thing with, you know. All these movies, like
0: like I said, they're all in my bread and butter. So they, The problem is all of these movies, and we'll, we'll throw Payback into this. Yeah. They know their audience. It's us. Yeah. And they're not, they don't shy away from that. They do try men. to be something else. Yeah. They're not going to attract teenagers. No. Um, Are your high school students going to go watch John Wick 3? Maybe. John Wick just
1: because it's cooler. Because it's but John Wick. They wouldn't watch Payback. No. They didn't go see Cold Pursuit, which is actually a very good movie. <laughs> you seemed to like that. I did. I was surprised because yeah, it was... Yeah, you said you were surprised at it. It was more Cohen brothers than I was expecting. Uh-huh. And I would have loved to have seen, like, people talking about it if Liam Neeson wouldn't have, you know, inserted both of his feet in his mouth and talked about going out and trying yeah. to kill a black guy.
0: That was a mistake.
1: Yeah, because, like, the movie was very interesting. And it would have been interesting to hear people talk
0: about it. So, that... That kind of sums up the would it do well. I I think it'd do fine. It would
1: do what it did.
0: Yeah. It's not gonna block bust. No. It's gonna sit If you
1: if you fine. get a who would be even a star Well of, see,
0: that's where we're going to next
1: is who would you recast. Okay, here's what I'd do with the recast. I would get a younger porter. I might even go with um like the guy that was um I'm trying to, oh, um Denzel Washington's son. I might even go with him. He Hmm, would look good. Okay, yeah. But he's not a big star.
0: And that's okay, but... What I
1: would do is make the three bosses really big stars. Yeah. Get a Brad Pitt, a Ben Affleck, um, maybe someone a little bit older, a Harrison Ford. Put Harrison Ford, In Chris Christopherson's role? Yeah. Harrison Ford is Chris Christopherson, you know. Yeah. Matt Damon
0: and William Devane's, um, you know. What if you took... And this could go even a little bit older. Well, maybe not. I guess it's not that much older. What if you put a Robert Redford in Chris Christopherson's role? Yeah, he just did. I mean, that was pretty much what they did. That's what they did with um, Winter
1: Soldier. Yeah. But yeah, but um, put Harrison Ford in that. And really, uh, you know, because again, who's going to go see it are people our age Mm -hmm. that care about Harrison Ford. You know, you're not getting the teenagers It's like, oh, cool, Harrison Ford. They're like, who? Yeah. But, you know, if you put Harrison Ford, George Clooney, and Ben Affleck. In this movie
0: is the three bosses. And then you put Denzel Washington's son. Yeah, John David Washington. That's the John David Washington, yeah. So if you put his son if you put John David Washington in as the main character, Yeah. he doesn't have to carry the he movie. He doesn't have with to carry the, the movie name. He, yeah. He just, he just has to act.
1: Yeah, he just has to be cool.
0: Yeah. I'm good with it.
1: Yeah. So that's the way I would go.
0: Is I'm really good with you know,
1: that. and kind of make their roles a little bit bigger.
0: Yeah. Add them put a bit more of them in the film. Uh huh. A bit more background behind them, a bit more Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm good with that. Um, would you pay to rent it? I, You know what? I own it. I yeah, mean, you own it. I'd probably just go ahead and get it. Yeah. It's not on TV much anymore. No, it's not on any streaming thing either. No, I had to um, find Did it. Find
1: it in a different way? Yes. yes. I have a really crappy DVD of it. <coughs> By the way, <laughs> Ryan's got the flu. Yeah. So... I. This is Sunday of President's Day weekend. I have literally been in bed... Unless I was working since Friday. Yeah,
0: so that's not great. I was in great.
1: bed 30 minutes before I came over here, so.
0: I will be calling my boss tomorrow morning and being like, hey. Yeah. Hey, my friend came over last night. Yeah, and now I'm giving everywhere. all the plague. Yep. Um, what was I saying? Oh. Uh, um. But, yeah, it's, it's it's worth buying. It's worth buying. Because it's a fun movie. You can watch every once in a while. This is a good movie to
1: have on when you're – Organizing that room you're in. Or cleaning is, it.
0: This is a movie that in my opinion, I agree with you. You don't have to pay attention to every it's, second of it's it. It's a good laundry movie. Yeah. You yeah. look up every once in a while, like, oh, this is where he beats up that one guy. Oh, yeah, this is where he's at. You're basket. still or,
1: following the plot.
0: Yeah, because it's not heavy. Uh-huh. You don't have to sit down and be like, oh, I gotta pay attention to this.
1: Oh, I just thought. I forgot oh, to tell go. you uh, my pitch for the week. Oh, we did that. I uh, will do that now. One. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So we're done with payback. Yeah. Just yeah, watch it. It's good.
0: Payback. Good. Fine. Go watch it.
1: All right. So IP is the biggest thing right now. You got to have an internet intellectual intellectual properties. property. Yep. So we're going to reboot Saw again. Oh, here you we know, go. They just did that Jigsaw. It wasn't that good. Yeah. So we're just, rebooting mm-hmm. it again. So first scene. We go into it. There's these three guys that are captured. Okay, two guys and a girl. They're all like in some sort of torture device. He's like, okay. "You guys are going to play a game. Only one of you can win. Mm-hmm. You know, the other two will be decapitated or something like that." So oh. we got the saw property okay. already, but okay, there we go. It's not a saw movie. So when he says, "Let's play a game," all of a sudden they get um like d twenties roll out. No, even better, <laughs> they get um like phones. But um. the only thing on the phone is how they play the game. Kahoot. <gasps>
0: Kahoot the oh, movie. Oh, no. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> For those of you who aren't in the teaching field at all, uh-huh. Kahoot is like a trivia thing that kids can play. You put the question on the board, and they'll get out their iPads or their phones or something, and they'll be able to answer. Uh-huh. And then Kahoot registers what the answers were and who won. Um, you can see kids, like, get into this. Yeah, yes. Kahoot is actually terrifying as it is because uh-huh. you see kids get excited about playing Kahoot. This is Kahoot the movie, though. Wow. You want to play a game? Da da
1: da. Kahoot. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's you're, my You you have the flu. Yep. And you're on meds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, that that's my that's my pitch though. Alright. Add jigsaw to Kahoot. to Kahoot. Okay. So instead of like you giving the kids. Chocolate if they win, yeah. They don't, they get, just don't get decapitated. Yeah, they they're not like burnt in acid or whatever. That makes sense. The Saw movies do. I like that. Uh huh. Um, get some kahoot money because you know they're rolling in it. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. The kahoot people, they're they're the top one percent of the country, right? There. It goes
1: Jeff Bezos, kahoot, kahoot guys. and then the guy that owns Google.
0: <laughs> I think that's the way it goes with money. Yeah, the kahoot guys are way up there. Yeah. So.
1: And they, you know, with all that's going on with Jeff Bezos, they might
0: go above him because he's they about may. to lose half his money for... They may surpass Jeff Bezos, yeah. Yep. The Kahoot guys are playing it smart. They're, they're laying in wait. Yep. They're ready. Um, next week, well, the next time. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be next week or not. Uh, I want to do something fairly special. And I want to do, and I haven't told you what movie this is, but a friend of mine has, has suggested we do this. And I want to do a live watch. Okay. So we'll be recording a live watch of the movie. Um, I've been informed we need to either be high or drunk. <laughs> as long as I've never been Zardo's. either one, so... Yeah. No, I can do that just sober. What, Zardo's? No, or just, just watch a, watch crap a bad movie. movie yeah. yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, so we're going to watch it sober and clean? Is that yeah. Is? That's not high, right? Clean, I guess? Yeah, I guess it would be the... Down, regular? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to do it normal. Um, but we're going to watch it. We're going to sit over there and I'll put it on uh-huh. we'll and we'll tell we'll watch you when it. to start watching it so it could be like director's commentary. Yeah, if you want to watch along with us, <laughs> yep. we'll give you a key of where we are in the movie. Well, you'll know mm-hmm. from what we're talking about. We'll just say, hey, we're starting the movie right now. So if you're going to watch this with us, hit play right now. Yeah. You know, for example. Yeah, um, so
1: we'll do a director's commentary next episode.
0: Yeah, and I don't know for a fact. That I haven't seen this movie. Uh-huh. You don't even know what movie it is. Nope. Um, but I'm curious if I'm getting us into something here yeah. that could, and next week's episode could be 15 minutes long we're just like, you yeah, fuck this. Yeah, we're like, okay, we're done. Uh, or it could be something where we don't talk much because we just sit there going, uh... What's going on? And we're not sure what's happening. <coughs> so, if you're interested in, in that, um, while it's not going to be technically a live episode, because yeah. we're not going to stream it live... That'd be interesting too, but... That would be kind of interesting. Um... You'll get initial reactions to everything.
1: I just thought, did we ever introduce ourselves? Because
0: I am on like a lot of NyQuil, a DayQuil right now. No. <laughs> we didn't. Hi. <laughs> um, if they haven't figured out by now what they're listening to, does it matter? No, I guess that's true. If they, if we are 41 and a half minutes into this episode. There's no one still listening. No. I stopped paying attention a while ago. People don't listen past minute 15. Yep. If you're listening right now, I dare you to comment on it. <laughs> The iTunes guy is listening. Well, he's the only guy. Yeah. And I feel sorry for him. Can you imagine being the iTunes guy? Because you actually have to listen to every one of these crap, not just us, but every crappy podcast that Oh, comes yeah, because out. you can't, like, not listen to it, and then, like... You approve something that's, like, satanic worshipping messages. Uh-huh. Talking no, about Procter child rape. Oh, yeah, it was pro- Did you listen to that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Proctor and & Gamble and Now Satan. this podcast is just turning into talking about other podcasts that we listen to. <laughs>
0: But I will say this: I will give a plug to the dollop. Yes, because that was one of the better episodes in a while. Yeah, Procter that was and Gamble. Gamble and Satan. Uh, I have a friend of mine who worked for her, whose father worked for Procter and Gamble. Uh huh. Back in like the seventies and eighties and nineties, or seventies eighties. I don't know what it was, but anyway, um, they listened to dollop as well, and they're like, "Holy crap! I wonder if this is why they always said <laughs> uh, that." may be a joke too, of course. But um, I'm Steve. I'm Ryan. That's Ryan. So, you are listening to our podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, we really screwed the pooch on that one. Yeah, so... Um, I don't have much else to say about this movie. No. Um, it was. It's a good movie. Go watch it. It doesn't challenge any of the actors, really. No. It's but it's just, just a fun movie. Yeah. It's Like I said, it's a good
1: laundry movie. It's a good, yeah. I'm going to be doing something else, and I can look up every ten minutes, and I know what's going on.
0: Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. Um, I would not. I would not challenge you to try to do like a dissertation on this movie because it, it it's an hour and a half. Yeah. and there's not much you're gonna pull out of it. No, there, there there's not a lot of hidden even meaning in even this. visually. There's not. No, it's a very much. flat movie. Yeah, it's a very flat movie. There's no, there's no in hidden meaning. No.
1: But it, it is, is what it is. is. Yeah. And I had no enjoyable. problem with that. Yeah.
0: No. It's enjoyable. There are, there are sometimes I want that deep movie and there are sometimes I just want this. Yeah. But the sad,
1: the truth of the matter is like I watched the deep movie once. But like I said, I've probably seen this movie yeah. 10, 15
0: times. Yeah. It's, it's a good movie. if it's on TBS, I'm like, I'll watch it. Sure. Why not? Yeah. It's kind of in a way, in a way, it's like Shawshank in that. Uh-huh. Because Shawshank was on like every other Tuesday for a long yeah. time. And there were times I'd sit down and I'd watch 20 minutes of Shawshank. Uh-huh. I could probably sit down and watch half an hour of this any time I wanted to. Yeah. Of course, at that point, I'm halfway through the movie. Yeah.
1: And, but, I mean, like, it's one of those things like 12 Years a Slave. Very good movie. Deserved the best picture. Oh, am I going to
0: sit down and watch it? No. No. Payback. It's on. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. So, all right. Um, next time we do this, which I, I, I need to look at the calendar. It might be next weekend. Might be some other time. Might be some other time. Might be 2022. Well, no. We're on a better pace than that already. Yeah, I guess. So we'll we'll get back to that one. Um, but the next one will be a special episode. So be ready for that. It'll be a longer episode because obviously we're doing the movie yep. as we go. So it'll probably be an hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes, whatever the length the movie is. I'm scared. <laughs> you should be. Um, whoever, whoever loses the podcast battle next week is decapitated.
1: Yep. Okay. Kahoot. Yeah. Kahoot, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm ready for funding. I will figure it out more. Should we kickstart that? Yep. We're going to get, we're going to start kickstarting it right now.
0: All right. Sounds good. So fund our Kickstarter. Yep. For Kahoot to the movie. decapitate children who lose at Kahoot. It doesn't have to be children. We just have to teach the adults how to play Kahoot. Oh, that could be easy. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is, well, that would be more fun because adults don't do well with with technology anyway. So, yeah, so older adults. Yeah, that would be fun. Senior, decapitating senior citizens. Yep. Eh, well, all right. So uh, on that note, that's the end of our episode. Um, tune in next week and whenever. I'm not dying. When he's not dead. Well, if he's dead, it might be more fun. Well, all weekend <laughs> it Bernie's you. Yeah, there you go. Um, so tune in the next time. We'll do something live. We'll do something fun. Uh, but for this one, payback's fun. Watch it. I don't have anything else to say. Nope. See you next week. All right. I'm Steve. I'm Ryan.
1: See you later. Bye.